Hi there, this is Barbara Wickman bringing you the three ways to validate the truths you concoct in your head. Um, so I'll tell you what, I had an entirely different opening, um, but I had something extraordinary happen and I want to share it with you. So here's the deal. I was out walking the other day and I um, was looking at the stars. It was a brilliant night and something caught the attention of my eyes and I started watching it. It was this object and it had red lights around the outside of it and they were blinking. And, and I was fascinated, right? I'm fascinated watching this thing. And I started to watch it descend. And as it started to descend, my fear started to ascend and my feet started to move rather quickly to get home. The next I remember, I was hit by this force, almost forced to the ground. I looked up and that object that was once way in the sky is now right above my head. The next thing I remember is waking up in my bedroom in a state of complete terror. I had no idea what happened to me. So what did I do? Well, I did what every rational adult does when they need to find answers. I googled it. How to tell if you've been abducted by aliens? Well, here's the response. There's really three things that came out of that search. Number one, I was in need of a therapist. Number two, um, I was really abducted by aliens, in which case I need a therapist. And number three, I had a really bad dream. But here's where it gets really interesting. Because at this point in time, what's gonna happen is your brain is gonna put into motion something that it's been doing since the beginning of humanity. It's gonna put the process in place of which it will organize the truth that you concoct in your head. I will devise a story about my experience and my brain will now spend all of its time confirming or denying the information that comes to me that either validates or dismisses my truth. It does this because, well, your brain is really efficient and it is gonna find the shortest way from point A to point B. And the way it does that is information coming in. If it agrees, it gets filed in your file right away. We embrace it and make sense. But if it doesn't agree, it blocks it, it dismisses it. We argue against it because your brain doesn't want to have to reorganize everything. It's efficient. But the question is, is it effective? And does it serve you? Well, the really interesting thing about artificial intelligence, I don't know about you, but when I've searched for something on Google, it seems like within seconds, it's now coming up as an ad. It's, it's, it's finding itself on my newsfeed. It's everywhere those things that I have been looking for or searching now start popping up all over. It happens on YouTube as well. That artificial intelligence is now reinforcing this thing called confirmation bias. Your brain is looking to confirm information by agreeing 
or denying what's coming to it. Well, why is this important? Well, it's important because of this. Our stories that we tell ourselves, the truths that we have, well, it impacts our relationships, right? It impacts how we interpret the world around us. I mean, just go back over the last two, three, four, five months, what you watched on the news, what you see on social media. It's all confirmation bias at its best. And the thing is, we don't even know it's happening because it's one of those ancient processes in the mind because your brain's trying to make life a little bit easier for you. But what happens is how you interpret the world impacts your level of stress and it impacts your joy. And it happens every time data comes to you and your brain starts messing with it. And as a leader, not only are you dealing with it, but all of your people are dealing with it too. You know, let's just talk about COVID for a minute. So I have, you know, I ask people like, what do you think about COVID? Why do you think COVID is in our worlds today? And here's some of the answers that I've heard. I've heard people tell me, you know what, Barb, I think this is nature getting back at us for eating animals that we shouldn't be eating from these, you know, live markets. Okay. I have people that tell me that they believe this is God putting his fist down on the world because we have left him and there's not enough people focusing on him. I have heard people tell me that, you know, well, mother nature is cleansing the earth and this is what should be happening. I've also heard people tell me that it's bioterrorism and I've heard people say it's an absolute hoax. So whatever you believe within that context, it now plays out in your relationships, how you interpret the world, your stress and your joy. And just look at the arguments around wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. It's based in your belief about COVID. It's confirmation bias at its best. So what do you do? Well, how do you counteract this ancient mechanism in your brain that is so efficient? If you can do this, if you can just now be aware that it happens, you will never, ever be able to stop seeing it. Bottom line. Now you're going to see it everywhere. You're going to see it in your friends and your family and on TV and on social media. Whenever these arguments start, it's confirmation bias at its best. So that's the first thing. The second thing that you can do to try and impact this confirmation bias process is to be curious. Because curiosity does a couple of things. It takes down your guards. Now your mind is still doing its stuff behind the scenes, right? That hasn't stopped. And it may not open the door to new information coming your way, but maybe it will allow you to look through the fence and see what's on the other side. So being curious and just asking people, hey, you know, can you just tell me, you know, what you're thinking about? Help me understand. That goes miles with relationships, stress, joy, etc. Right? All right. Um, and the last thing that you can do is what I call logic mapping. Now I'm going to go back to. Um, a story that someone, you know, I hear this from some, some friends, right? They say, you know, I'm not getting the vaccination for COVID. 
And I asked why, because I'm curious. And they said, look, I believe that the government has devised this, this scheme by which, so COVID is a hoax and they're trying to inject us all with these tracking mechanisms. Oh, interesting. And then I start applying the logic map. Okay, so let's think about, um, so we've had to have had organized with different pharmaceuticals and manufacturers to get them these tracking mechanisms, which we assume that they already have, which are small enough to go through the end of a needle. And then we have to make sure that they're in the, the, the vaccine. And then we have to teach people how to withdraw them in each one. And then, and then we have to have hundreds or thousands of people set up behind the scenes in an organized fashion to do all the tracking. Have, have you watched your government at all? I mean, that's kind of a lot to ask of even the most efficient government to do in a short amount of time. So it's a logic map, right? But it is also those logic challenges, their confirmation bias. So if you can do those three things, you can help relieve some of the impact of confirmation bias. So to the answer to the question, do I believe that I was abducted? No, I don't. Um, I assume that when I typed in how to tell if you've been abducted, they probably alerted Area 51 and they're like, yeah, guys got another one, right? So that's probably on the back end of something happening I wouldn't even know about. Now, there's my confirmation bias going on, right? The my truth, um, it's just a joke. But I do believe I had a horrible dream and it was a terrifying dream. And if you've ever had those dreams where you wake up and you're in terror and it seems so real, that's what I believe that I have. But you know, here's my question. How come we never have dreams that are so lifelike like that are good dreams, like you're sitting on the beach watching the waves go by. 